Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Summertime Bit Boys. I'm James. I'm Blake. And this week, because summer is creeping around the corner and making me wish that I was never born, we're going to talk about sports games. How cute. Uh, so most of these were suggestions by Blake, and they are relatively arcadey ones that I knew about, but I hadn't really played much. So if you want to start us off this week, Blake? Yeah, let's start off with uh, NFL Blitz. But uh, we have two other games, too, to talk about. We'll be doing uh, NBA Jam, uh, Tournament Edition, and then also Windjammers. But uh, at least for NFL Blitz and for NBA Jam, I think you'll notice kind of a, a theme going on since both games were produced and created by Midway. Well, uh, for NFL Blitz, I can start off with I'm not a sports person at all. I'm not big about playing any sports games in general, but I recall seeing NFL Blitz in the arcades. I think it was the original NFL Blitz, but I think it was NFL Blitz 2000 where I got really big into it with a bunch of my friends because it was on the Nintendo 64. I remember we used to have sleepovers and stuff and play the crap out of that game. And I remember the one reason why I liked the game was because it had the on fire mode. And if you're on fire, no one could kind of take you down. And you could just keep punishing people even after you knocked them to the ground. You could just dogpile people yeah. to hell. And the game just got kind of ridiculous because, I mean, when you would tackle people, you could suplex them. So something about the game was just, like, hilariously funny because you could end up being, like, the buff guy who looks like every other dude. Or you get lucky and get that sumo-like wrestler-looking dude who just <laughs> rushes you and you just knock him to the floor. So something about the game was, like, great. But I'll be honest, I mean, I don't know really how to play the game. Uh, whenever it came to, what is it, defense mode... There was always like hit this button for automatic, you know, choices. I was like, yeah, whatever, automatic, automatic. I don't want to deal with this. I have no idea how any of these plays work. <laughs> Just I'm going to throw the ball and I'm going to get to the touchdown. But realistically, all I want to do is just tackle people to death. <laughs> That's like the funnest thing in that game. Um, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I never played it. Obviously, I'd heard the name. I know what NFL is. But uh, I'd never seen it in an arcade because obviously in England, American football is not really a thing at all. But uh, yeah, I was I knew that the tackles and the plays were kind of outrageous in that game. I'm pretty sure at one point I preferred the Stone Cold Stunner on somebody. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this like throwing people back and just completely taking them out and hearing the color commentary commentary of just the reporters just going absolutely nuts every time you take somebody out. Oh, yes, that's illegal. Is he even alive? <laughs> so, but for me, I'm very much in the same camp of you as I have no idea about American football. Uh, the most I know is that every time somebody falls over, it starts again. And you're just supposed to be gaining, like, yards. So, yeah. And then after so many takedowns, you switch or something. But, yeah, I have no idea what any of the plays were. Uh, I have no idea what was going on most of the time. Uh, what constituted as a fumble, what was an incomplete throw, and what was just the game going, okay, you've had enough time on offense, time to play defense, bitch. Um, so because you don't know any of this, how did you feel about the point systems in uh, American football? I'm pretty sure I threw you through a headspace. 
Well, the only thing that me or the NPC were able to do to each other was just field goals. Oh, okay. So, after so many tries, you get a punt, which is just obviously kick it down the field as hard as you can to gain yards. Yeah. And then when you're within a certain distance, you get X amount of points depending on how far away you are. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on touchdowns. But yeah, the point system, I just, I didn't understand what was like a three-pointer, how much you got for a touchdown. Yeah, I have no idea what the scoring system was. I was just basically going off, well, if I make the guy eat shit further away from my goal, that's surely a good thing. Yeah, um, for me, I, I'll be honest, I was thinking like, oh, I should probably study up on my football or NFL, whatever, before I do this, but I felt it was more more fun to be like yeah i'm an idiot i don't know anything about sports yep. i know i probably know more about basketball and baseball than i know about any other type of sports ball activity so sports when it came ball. to the it's obviously <laughs> sports, sports ball sports. what would you call it i just say go sports <laughs> all right one two three go sports anyways um i remember as a young child when i learned about football they were like, oh, you get a touchdown, seven points. And I played NFL Blitz and I get a touchdown. I was like, wait, that was six points. I was fucking lied to. But then sometimes I would get seven points. And uh, I, I thought, as an adult now, and being an amazing human being, I was like, well, I think if I go past the halfway point of the field and get a touchdown, it becomes seven points now. I'm just guessing like a child would guess watching a football game. But when I was closer to the touchdown area of the field, touchdown, God, I forget the name of it, whatever, I'll stay an idiot. Uh, that would be six points. But then if I got a field goal, it's three points. Mm. And uh, I remember that when I got a touchdown, it would let me do one more play or I could flip a coin for one extra point. And I always did the one extra point thing because why not? And <laughs> I just want the one point. And then, yeah, I was also really confused because if you were at the first down and you got taken down at the first down area, I think it was, or maybe it was the third down, they would switch sides. I was like, what the hell just happened? Why is it switching sides? I'm so confused. Yeah, I just, I did not get it. The, I did not understand when I was allowed to pick the ball up off the floor uh how the ball would fumble and what was constituted as a fumble i pretty much gathered what an incomplete play was by if you get taken down before your player grabs the ball or catches like receives the throw yeah but yeah i had no idea what was going on half the time and yeah those plays the names like crazy legs or spider or like, play it safe, or debt suicide zone, or... Yeah, I had no fucking idea. One of them was called Sub-Zero. Yeah, I'm assuming and that was thrown cut. in there. <laughs> yeah, thrown in there because of who made it. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid actually playing NFL Blitz. To be honest, I probably have more memories associated this game, being the arcades, because uh, you played which version? Uh, uh, PSX. Okay, PSX. So I played uh, N64. And I'm assuming for PSX it was the same. Before each each match, there's like the three little icons bottom of the screen. If you hit a yeah. button, yeah, same, same as they had like what I think they introduced in Mortal Kombat three yeah. Ultimate like or so codes or something. Yeah, 
So I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to uh, the local arcade and play that game. We go into like what? Game Facts, which is still around, or Game FAQs, however you want to say it. And we would like print out those codes and go to the arcades and put them in. I think you could play as some Mortal Kombat characters. I could be wrong. I just remember we used to do that because another game, which we used to, I think was a, around at the same time, was Gauntlet Legends, which is also, I think, Midway as well, which yeah. I thought was another amazing yep. game. I played the it, hell out of that. Yeah. Like, it was when Midway started making all those like 3D based arcade games. And not to get too much on a tangent here, but goddamn, Gauntlet Legends was so damn good. I love the crap out of the game. Yep. And NFL Blitz was also the other arcade game we played a lot at the time. But, you know, some of my friends knew football. I, I was just wanted to, like, suplex people. That's why I liked the game so much. I mean, going into it, my knowledge was literally the fact of, okay, when someone says American football, what do I think of? I was like, oh, I know there's the Denver Broncos. So I just checked if they were in there and selected them. They're the best team, I think, right? Everything was like a five. They have only one part that was a three. It didn't help me. I still lost. By oh, really? A, by a fair margin. I, I killed, like, what is it? The first game was like 68 to like, I think, eight. I totally annihilated it. I, I just... still had some skill. But second game... I, it was closer than third game I lost, and then I was able to recoup myself after. No, I mean, like, um, the knowledge, my knowledge of how to do a play in American football literally comes from any action movie that would have a football scene in it. Like, uh, what is that one with Bruce Willis? The, long, the Last Boy Scout. That is where the bulk of my uh, NFL knowledge came from. Because oh, I've never it, seen that one, but go yeah, on. It was to do with like some kind of scandal uh, within uh, National Football League, and that is where the bulk of my knowledge of American football came from. So I thought you were going to say something like Waterboy or something. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> that film was just hilarious, but there was no actual like kind of reference to football in it that could be used to kind of get a sight into how i mean what i mean i guess for example is whenever they do the i don't know what they call it in american football in rugby it's called the scrum when they all run into each other at the start uh -huh. i know that whoever has the ball is supposed to run backwards and then try to throw it to somebody yeah that is literally what I tried to do every match, and I would always get taken down, or the player I was throwing the ball to got taken down. Yeah. So, I know one ball is for, like, uh, not ball, sorry, one button is for dodging, and one button is for throwing. There wasn't, like, a ton of buttons, which I was very grateful for. It was, like, There's also a turbo arcade. button. Yeah, I didn't really understand what I was doing with that. Is that for sprinting? Yeah, you hold it to go faster, and if you double tap it, you can spin. Yeah, so, see, I didn't even, like, managed to work that much out and oh, okay. i did re i tried to play a couple of games and i'm just gonna come out and say it. it's like i really find this sport boring no nah, that's fine man like you know i'm not an nfl person i don't care I, i'm not a sports person but some stuff is interesting to watch but i have never ever kind of understood the fascination with a game that every couple of minutes you stop you go get a play from the coach, you set back up again, and you do it again, and you try and gain a few uh, yards. 
I'm, I'm sure it's real tactical and there's a lot of depth in it and I'm not knocking anybody who likes it or the players, but goddamn do I find it boring. Well, I, you got to admit that. Well, you never got a touchdown, damn. You get a touchdown, dude. They get to, they do the little touchdown dance. like the best part of the game. They do like that like fake doggy style move. They do like riding the pony. And then if the enemy does it, you can control your players. They're dancing. You yeah, can yeah. suplex them to the floor. And it's like, gave me the biggest smile. Because I was like, man, I remember playing as a kid doing that. My friend's like, yeah, I got the point. It's like, yeah, but now you're dead. Yeah, I think that was the one thing that I couldn't wrap my head around. Is that playing against the CPU by yourself is pretty boring. But I think if you had a multi-tap with four people playing it, it would be pretty entertaining. Oh, yeah. With four people, the game is so much fun. By yourself, it's a, it's all right. But yeah, four people, oh God. It just becomes like the most retarded fun game ever because it's so dumb. I mean, I noticed the trend with these kind of arcade sports games is that it is, it's, it's kind of like a fighting game, essentially. It is fun to learn by yourself for a little bit, but if you've got no one to play against or no means of getting online with it, the appeal of it deteriorates very, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I can get behind you with that. Because uh, as, I, as I played this game, I was like, I had a couple of matches, and then I was like, I'm pretty much done with this. I think I've seen all there is to see in regards to single player, because it's not like, uh, it's compared to another sports game that I actually like, Speedball. I don't know if you mm-hmm. ever played Speedball. Nah. But uh, basically, after every match you win, you get a certain amount of money, and then you can recruit new players, or because it's like a future sport, you can enhance your players or give them better armor plating so they hit harder or run faster. And there was kind of like a ongoing progression. This what is uh, was this? This was well, it was on a bunch of them, but I originally played it on the Amiga, so like a PC. Oh, okay. um, and for me, it was just like this was very obviously this game is very arcadey, so in a way, it's unfair to compare them. But for me, I need that kind of RPG element of something's changing, something's getting better to keep me hooked. That has to be like an investment. I see. So, and for me, like I said, I think if people came over one day and we were going to have a retro game night, I'd definitely give it another try because I can, I can see the appeal of this game. Not the sport itself, but just the game itself and how it was made. I would yeah. definitely give it another shot with other people. Yeah, it's... I'd say it's for sure really good with more people. It's pretty fun, but I think the other point about the game is that you need to make sure that everyone is very aware of the fact that you're playing the game for fun. You're not playing it for some type of serious thing. Um, One thing I will say is that, like, while I can understand your opinion with comparing it to fighting games, I think the one difference between this game and, say, a fighting game, and I could be completely wrong, and probably some sports fan would be like, I'm an idiot, but uh, with a fighting game, uh, who was it? I think it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt made this comment about Street Fighter 2 where he said that Street Fighter 2 essentially is like modern day chess where he said like you need to learn all the moves and then you need to learn how to execute the moves and then you need to learn how to read the opponent. So in that sense I feel like fighting games by yourself yeah they can get boring but the whole point of playing a fighting game by yourself is essentially to learn the chess piece that you're playing to understand the moves of it and to learn how to use it and when to use it. Whereas I feel with a lot of sports games, it's more like if you have a general concept of how the game works, then you probably can be okay. 
But since this game is so arcadey, I think there's a lot of chance to how the CPU is going to play that maybe for this one play, they'll attack you in this specific way. But if you were to say use a save state, I'm pretty sure the CPU will act completely different. And I think it's a lot harder maybe to anticipate how the CPU is going to deal with that. So I don't no. know. I yeah, uh, no, I understand that analogy. I get where you I totally get where you're coming from. And uh, I guess in that sense as well, that because of that and there being less moves and the random element of it, again, that's kind of like a point against it for me in that there's even less reason for me to want to play it by myself. Yeah, that's fine. Because it's... It's, sp it's sports ball, bro. <laughs> sports ball. Go team. <laughs> but uh, yeah, essentially, as I said, the, the music and the sounds, they were fine. Uh, the graphics, obviously pretty damn dated and everybody looks pretty much the same apart from one or oh, two yeah. models. Um, I don't even remember if there was a crowd or if they were just a mess, mess of pixels. I think it's just like, yeah, like bitmap stuff. Hmm. But all in all, I can see the appeal and I can see why, uh, Blitz was such a beloved franchise and I, I definitely try it again with other people. Yeah, that's good. Uh, also... The announcer is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, I guess it's a good point to jump over to... Oh, apologies to anyone who can hear rain and thunder, but it's just started coming down and my window's open Ooh. because it is hot as balls in this country. <laughs> Man, that thunder's spooky. I'm going to go hide in the bathroom. Yep, I'm going to go throw a blanket over my head. So, yeah, apologies to anyone if the sound quality is a little bit off this week. Yeah, everyone will appreciate the nice ASMR. I know, right? Should be relaxing while we're talking about sports, bro. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on to Midway's next legendary classic, NBA Jam. NBA motherfucking jam, as the game have you played this game? once referred to it as. Um, no, but we did have this one in arcades in England occasionally. But I was ne uh, I had the unfortunate placement of being next to a Time Crisis 2 cabinet when I saw uh, it. So, unfortunately, it lost out to that. So, it was your first time playing the game? It is my first time picking it up and actively playing it, yes. Other than watching right. other people do it. What console or system did you play it on? I played it on the SNES. Because okay. I wanted to give the home port kind of a chance to see what most people would have had back in the day because I'm aware it was originally an arcade title. Yeah. And it was ported to basically everything under the face of the sun. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. you just played the SNES version only, yeah? Yeah. Okay. So what did you think of it? Also, wait, before we get into that, do you know anything about basketball? Uh, A little bit more, yeah. We actually like played a bit at school. So I know kind of the rough rule set of it. So I know that, uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to rattle off rules and tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, you can only bounce the ball with one hand, so you can't yeah. double dribble it. Yeah. Uh, if you stop moving and touch the ball with both hands, you have to pass it. Yeah. Or the It's three points if you're outside of the, I don't know what to call it, like the circle. Yeah, the line, I forgot it's called too. Yeah, and then it's two points if it's from within that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's mostly it. You can pass backwards and forwards, can't you? 
Yeah, also no traveling, which is just holding the ball while moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think that one needed to be stated, but... Oh, well, you stated, enough. like, at least, you know, not moving. So I was like, oh, okay. you're, you're getting with that, so might as well. Um, so you played basketball before? Yeah, I played... Okay. Uh, it was kind of, like, it's a little more interesting for... For me, personally, I don't know about other people from England, because basically all schools force you to play football. That's uh, okay. That's soccer, if you're unfamiliar. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. For me, it was kind of like when they would go, oh, today we're going to take a break and play basketball. It's kind of like, ooh, basketball, America. Exotic. Go Sox. But, uh, yeah, basically, it was fun. I enjoyed playing basketball at school. I liked playing it in the few courts that we had set up in England because it was a nice change of pace for me because I'm sick and tired of football and I hate football. So You don't me, like that foosball? No, I do not. Because it's forced down your throat everywhere, and I felt that basketball, to me, was a little more interesting. And because I'm a freakishly tall human being, it kind of played into my my natural strengths. Cute. Um, well, let's see. For me, growing up, uh, well, you know, being from L.A., you know, basketball's like our main diet. Uh, we, I remember we had our own football team at some point, and then we lost them. And I think we, they, L.A.'s got another football team or something. I don't know anymore at this point because I haven't been in L.A. in a while and I don't care about, you know, the NFL. But L.A. always had the Lakers and, you know, Lakers were huge. We had, you know, Shaq and we had Kobe, rest in peace. So, you know, basketball essentially was kind of shoved down my throat growing up. So basketball, yeah, it was all right. I had my own basketball hoop in my backyard. I was whatever at basketball. I was not anything special. I, I oftentimes was really terrible at dribbling because I just didn't have, like, the motivation or the care. Uh, I liked, you know, football more, to be honest, because we used to play, um, was it flag football? Flag football I thought was pretty fun because, you know, you said I got the flags to be out. So, okay. Okay, is and that, then, Are you talking about football as in, like, American football? Yeah, American oh, okay. football, okay. like Blitz. Just, just, yeah. just to be sure. All right. When I was playing American football, we used to do it with like flag football. So you have flags around your waist, and then you have to grab it, and you grab it, then you know you're. That's the end of the play. So I used to really like that because it played to my strength, which was I was always really quick, and since I could get out of things and get around people, it worked out better for me. Whereas with basketball, yeah, I was never that tall, so it didn't work out for me. And also, I have tiny little hands, so. <laughs> I can't hold the ball in basketball very well. Same goes for like American football. Oh God, I can barely hold that ball too. But we used to play with smaller balls because we were younger. So it worked out easier for me. Um, honestly, I liked baseball the best out of the three. Anyways, uh, but I knew the rules of basketball pretty well because we used to play it in PE all the damn time in the hot sun on, uh, what was it? Asphalt or tarmac. And in the L.A. sun, oh, God, dude, it'd be like 105 degrees outside Fahrenheit. I don't know if that is Celsius. Probably somewhere near 40. I don't know. That might be an exaggeration. Anyways, uh, your shoes would get stuck to the ground. Like, that's not a joke. Your shoes start to melt onto the floor. We got 105. 105, 102 around that temperature. Yeah. Fahrenheit, 221. I don't uh, know what the other one is. 105 degrees Celsius is 221 Fahrenheit. 
No, no, I said 105 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh. So you should convert to Celsius. I was going to say, why are, you, why are you not dead? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you messed that one up. 105 Fahrenheit. Switch that shit to Celsius. Oh, 40. There you go, 40 degrees. You're pretty oh, spot Oh, shit, on. I was... Nice. So yeah, so you get to play in like 40 degree weather and you know, your shoes are melting to like the asphalt or tarmac and it's complete bullshit, but we got to play it. <laughs> and so yeah, basketball was not for my thing, but you know, I'll be honest with you out of all the major sports you see in America, like baseball and football, or American football and basketball, my opinion was always that basketball probably took the most athleticism. I don't care if people want to argue with me on that, but those guys are running nonstop. Same as yeah. like, you know, soccer. That shit requires so much energy running nonstop. And there's only like, what, five guys on a team at one time? Obviously, we're yeah, not counting reserves. Exactly. And your breaks are pretty short. You're not breaking all the time. So whatever. People can argue with me and say I'm wrong. And maybe I am. But I always felt that baseball was my favorite because baseball was the slowest. I literally could sit in the field for like no. 15, 10 minutes, not for fucking moving. I'm like, all right, cool. This is an easy sport. Unless yeah, you're on the base. On the base, you got to be moving a lot more. But if you're in the back of the field, like me, not so bad. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we have the equivalent of rounders, which is like oh yeah, like cricket, baseball. Right? No. Oh, yeah. Ra rounders, rounders is where... Yeah, baseball came from rounders, I heard. Yeah, so it's essentially the same thing. So I agree with you. Like, unless you are hitting and running around or you're closer to the diamond, you are not doing anything. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why I liked the baseball. It was like the the lazy sport for me as a young kid. But, um, so yeah, NBA Jam, going back to that, uh, I'll be honest, I... I love the show NBA Jam. I played it so much in the arcade and I had the Super Nintendo version. I used to play it so much with my friends, more than Blitz. So I actually have a lot of fond memories of that game. And I even, when I was a kid, I have fully beaten that game. So I've beaten all 27 teams and got to challenge the, uh, what is it? The dream team where they choose like the best players in the whole game. You have to verse them for the final round or final match yeah uh but uh for this one i only went to five teams because i didn't feel like i had the energy to go challenge all 27 teams and spend like eight hours of my life playing the game nah. i felt like five games was more than enough it's I a mean, good game when i it, played it, it uh again it, uh, i'll be honest i didn't play this game growing up so playing it against the npc kind of the novelty wore off pretty quick but the matches were over a lot quicker. It was uh, it was a lot more obvious to me what I was doing, and uh, it was kind. Of, it had it was almost like tennis because it's two v two and there was a lot of back and forth. Yeah. So basically, if you can get the ball off somebody a couple of times and then just keep the rhythm going, you've essentially won. Yeah. But I did enjoy kind of like the simplicity of it and the fact that I think it was three baskets in a row and you activate like special abilities and things like that yeah he's on fire yeah he's so, on fire yeah he's on fire and uh prior to playing this game i do know it's where that the is it boom sh boom shakalaka comes from boom shakalaka came from actual basketball matches oh okay i thought see, see that's the extent of my sports knowledge outside of my country and my sports knowledge is very very limited to begin with and it had all the fucking badass moves, like the tomahawk and the spread eagle. Oh, and yeah. the other dunk moves. But, man, they're so good. <laughs> um, one thing I was surprised about was, obviously, again, I don't know many American teams. 
the one I immediately picked because I know the name, the Chicago Bulls. But I was <laughs> surprised. No Michael Jordan. No, it's no, no Michael Jordan. I read into that, and apparently, he owns the rights to his own name or something, and not the NBA. Yeah. So he was out of that game. Yeah. Well, he was supposedly going to be in the game, but they couldn't come to an agreement. I heard to sign his contract to let him be in it because, as you said, he owns his own title. Which is like a crazy thing to me that <laughs> that is a rare thing, apparently. It is. Well, that's why they call him the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I mean, nowadays they have other basketball players who people say are better than Jordan, but whatever. I That's what people say, so fuck it. I'm going to say it too. Yeah, I don't, I don't know enough to go into depth of it, but the game itself, it was... Um, Again, probably going to be more fun with at least another person or four people if you can get them together. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good fun. Uh, Did you was... understand the boost system? The what system, sorry? The turbo, I should yeah, say. Yeah, 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 the dash. That was a lot more obvious to me in that one. I was able to constantly go around the NPC and score near enough every time I had the ball. Doing sick-ass slam jams, yep. slam junks slams every time the thing that i found that was a little harder was getting the ball off somebody you gotta shove them yeah always i tried shove. i tried shoving but then when i ran to the ball they wouldn't always pick it up so i just kept hammering buttons and i just i didn't know if it was supposed to be automatic or you had to push something um, um usually when the ball's on the floor you automatically pick it up but if the ball's in the air like bouncing on the rim you have to jump to grab it yeah so, blocking shots was easier. I was able to understand that a lot better than getting the ball off somebody. Yeah. But I had a lot more fun with this one because it was literally pass, shoot, sprint. Yeah. That was it. And it was real easy to get on with that. Yeah, the field's also way smaller, so, you know, it's nice. I mean, I don't know if the arcade version was the one with all the music and everything, but I don't think there was actually any music in that game... Other than the menu screens. Yeah, the Super NES one didn't really have any music, but the uh, arcade had some, but nothing that was really memorable, to be honest. It's always the announcer who was memorable. Did they not have the uh, like the uh, Space Jam theme tune in one of them? Or is that something I'm making up? I think you're just making that one up. That would be pretty good. They had it, though. Come on, it's slam. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Jordan owns that song. Pretty much, I would guess. Or uh, Warner Brothers, I guess. Warner Brothers is Michael Jordan. Pretty much. But uh, yeah, I had fun with it. I didn't know any of the teams. I'm going to go ahead and go... I don't know most of the players. As I said, once I saw that Jordan wasn't there, I had to look into that because it was like, Jesus, like, why is he not here? But I had fun with it. It was a decent little arcade game. Simplistic. Easy to get on with that even if you have never looked at a game of basketball in your life, you can pretty much go, I put ball in hole, I get point. Did you try and unlock any of this to your characters or the secret moves? Nah. So, I did. I played as Bill Clinton because I thought that was fun. So I was Bill Clinton and I put on fatality mode. So when you're on fire and you shove people, they catch on fire and they fall on the floor. <laughs> Jeez. They they get right back up, but it was funny because I'm Bill Clinton knocking people down. You could be a few other famous people too. You could be um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You could be Scorpion. Uh, There's a so, lot of good people in that. 
When you slam dunk with uh, Bill Clinton, does it play like the famous sound clip? Like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. It'd be pretty good if they did, but no. Because it was before that. Or a saxophone solo. See, they had to be great. That was back when Bill Clinton hadn't been, you know, accused of, you know, lying. That was back <laughs> when, people, when people were like, Bill Clinton, he plays saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> He's got well, a cat named Socks. Nice. But... Yeah, I, I was aware that you could unlock President Clinton as one of the hidden characters. I didn't realize there were some more combat characters in there as well. Yeah, the tournament edition had so much random stuff and it was pretty good. But, you know, you had to put in the correct initials and the birthday and then you had to put in, I think, a code into the screen. Oh, no, the code didn't matter. Just the uh, initials, the birthday. And once you do that... Um, whenever you choose any team that you like, it'll show your character is whoever the special character is and all their stats will be question mark. But if I remember correctly, all the seer characters have max stats. So, well, uh, I'd say I, I had fun with it. Um, if I saw it in the arcade, I would probably definitely play it now because I know that even though the home versions were pretty beloved, they are probably severely watered down experiences compared to the arcade version yeah after i played the snes version uh i played the one on mame and i was it was kind of a breath of a breath of fresh air the graphics are so much more vibrant yeah you can probably tell and, who the players are as well to a certain degree yeah also if you go into the dip switch settings you can change things around including make giving everyone big heads <laughs> so uh, oh, i yeah. was like whatever I don't even need to put a code in. Everyone's just have a large head because why not? Yeah, I know uh, Midway used to shove their games full of that kind of thing. Yeah, it was their like lulz trolling thing. But yeah, same as NFL Blitz for me. I would definitely give it another shot with some friends around. It would be something interesting to play if I ever saw it pop up in the arcade. Um, but I have always found basketball relatively interesting to play. Pretty interesting to watch. So... I had a lot better time with this than NFL Blitz because American football has just never interested me, whereas basketball, I guess it was always kind of that thing of like, oh, it's not our country sport, but we're going to play it at school. Ooh, how exotic. Yeah, I mean, I can understand that. I have lots of memories of both games, but NBA Jam, I have more memories playing at my friend's house, more so than NFL Blitz. NFL Blitz was more in the arcade or playing for sleepovers, but... NBA Jam was like everyone I knew had it. So if you go to anyone's house, as long as you're good at the game, at least you had a challenger. NFL Blitz, I only knew so many people who had it. It was more of that game we play in the arcade. So I would agree. I like NBA Jam more. It's mm. also way faster paced, which is fun. I just wish you could, you know, slam people to the floor. More fun like NFL Blitz. Something yeah. I want. I was a little disappointed with kind of the overall impact of like slam dunks and things like that uh i was expecting like backboards to blow out or explosions to happen and things like that in the but, original nba jam i believe they do they took it yeah. out in tournament edition yeah so that was i know that there i i was pretty sure i'd seen stuff like that but i don't know enough about the franchise or the game as a whole to kind of ultimately go oh this is missing for me it was more of a oh i thought this happened but i guess i was wrong no, I heard that the NBA, the actual NBA, told Midway that they don't want the backboard breaking anymore because it gave people the false impression that it could break. 
Uh, even though it has broken before, but I guess they didn't want people to believe it's easy to break, which I think is silly because, like, the ball catches on fire. Why does it matter? Yeah, essentially. But I guess it's, it's just one of those weird things, isn't it, that people don't want other people thinking that a the players are in danger or that a product that they're using is of inferior quality, blah, 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 marketing. Yeah. So, ultimately, fun game. Could have used a a decent soundtrack, but I guess it's back at the time where not very many sports games did have soundtracks, let alone licensed ones. Yeah. So, yeah. For the most part, I enjoyed what I saw, and I would definitely like to play it again with more people. Which, I believe, unless you've got anything else to add to it, we're kind of just going around in circles at this point. No, I'm good, man. You can move on to your last game. So the only game for me to recommend this week was Windjammers for the Neo Geo. Now, for those who don't know what Windjammers is, it is essentially a... Well, it's basically Pong, but it's extreme Frisbee. uh, Where basically two people stand on either side of a court. You can score three points if you hit the yellow zone and five points if you hit the red zone. And you have six characters to pick from, from varying countries. I think it was Korea, Japan, Italy, Spain, America, and Germany. Yeah. You've got two fast, weak guys, two all-arounders, and two super strong dudes who are real slow, which stereotypically are America and Germany, because, oh, Kurt Wessler, he is the strongest. Is that the character's uh, name? Yeah, his last name is, like, Wessler or something. God. Oh, yeah, it's a power. But, uh, okay, mine's Strusel. Move on. You can do a bunch of different throws. So you can either throw it straight, you can throw it diagonally, you can curve it, uh, you can spin it round, or if you punt the frisbee into the air and can stand under it when it's coming down, you activate a super move, which is different for each player, or each character rather. Or you can alter it so it goes really fast in a spiral or it sticks to one side of the wall and goes straight for one of the outside zones. You can also toss it up in the air and it can land straight down for two points. Yeah, you can try and get them to miss and you can also throw it kind of like a blade so it lands on its side and skids along the floor. So in theory, it's a pretty simple game. You play best of three rounds and you've got 30 seconds to score as many points as you can. And it is very arcade through and through, where that once you've beaten every character in the game, plus a clone of yourself, you have won. There are a couple of mini-games in there, uh, such as getting a dog to chase a frisbee and doing bowling with a frisbee. But other than that, it is a pretty straightforward game. The reason I find it so fun is because it is so high speed, And the feedback from it is just ridiculous, and the music is so good that every time I saw it in an arcade, I would instantly run over and play it. Now, I've played the shit out of this game, so I'm going to hand it over to you, Blake, and what did you think when you... I mean, I'm assuming you haven't played this game much, but you knew what it was? Uh, I think I had a false memory of the game, to be honest. I remember we played it once in an arcade. Mm. I remember saying, like, oh, I like this game. And uh, as I was playing it, I started to realize, like, I don't think I actually have, like, a true memory of it. More like, you know, a bullshit deja vu feeling with the game. 
Well, yeah, because, you know, I played so many Neo Geo games growing up. I think some of them melt, kind of melt together. Because, yeah. you know, they have sometimes certain games have similar palettes, similar sounds, similar feel. You know what I mean? Anyways, I guess it was one of those things for me. So I played the game, and honestly, I did not really like it. I tried to like it. I tried to give it a chance, but I guess I expected something different, and I felt that the lack of controls made it kind of annoying because when I was trying to dash to grab something, it was also the same thing to throw the Frisbee. Mm. So I'd accidentally throw the Frisbee, and then the Frisbee wouldn't have any power behind it. Like, what the hell? And it was really difficult on a controller to get the Frisbee to go where I wanted. I can imagine on a... You know, a joystick or a bat top, it'd be really easy to hold the joystick in a certain direction to throw it. But using any type of like D-pad or something, which is what I was using, was using a PlayStation 4 controller, uh, it was just beyond annoying to throw it anywhere. And then yep. when I switched to an analog stick, it was a bit better. But I guess instinctually, I kept feeling like, oh, if once I get the Frisbee, I can move around. But no, you're stuck. You can't move yep. anywhere. And I guess that really kind of slowed down the game for me. And then the fact that I would accidentally throw the Frisbee and would never have any speed behind it just ended up making me feel more and more infuriated with the game. It didn't feel like, I guess, playing NFL Blitz or NBA Jam, which was pretty much just like constantly moving, 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 moving. This had moments where I'd stop and I guess it would kill the momentum for me. Similar to like when you play a Sonic game. You love when you're going fast. You want to keep going fast. And you have those moments where like you're, you're standing still and you're like, where the fuck's my speed? And that's kind of what I got with the game. And that's, I guess, the detriment to me with the game. I guess the fact that there wasn't an easier way to, I guess, control how I would get the Frisbee and not have accidental button presses. Uh, I had a lot of trouble trying to do any of the super moves. Whenever I tried throwing the Frisbee in the air, it just didn't really seem to work. And then when it did work, I didn't seem to have any control over my power move. It just happened when it happened, I felt. And then if I was able to block the Frisbee when the air, then it was a consistent thing that my power move would work. So I was always kind of at a loss for when to do it, how to do it, and then how to do all the moves. So I went online to look for kind of a tutorial. And then I was like, man, this reminds me of that wrestling game we played earlier. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just don't, I'm not that invested. So yeah, I mean, overall, it was for me the weakest. I just didn't get a feel for the game i think the sound was really good out of all the games i'd say the sound was probably the yeah maybe the best the music um but there's no colorful commentary so i was kind of missing that but yeah i mean not really my thing but i can understand why people like it i can definitely see the the appeal to the game yeah i mean uh it is a very simplistic game that kind of falls under the same banner as all of these games in that if you have nobody to play with, it gets very old very quickly. And uh, my biggest pet peeve with this game is a couple of the courts, like the ones that have the uh, kind of pinball style buffers in the middle. Ah. It is so fucking annoying if you get in the wrong place and you throw it and it hits the edge of that buffer, and then it basically gives the NPC an immediate super. Yeah. Because they will know that you fucked up as soon as it hits it and can run perfectly to the spot, and then jam out a special immediately. So those are the, at any stage that was just open, 
and it was just a case of reactions and things like that. I was having a great time. Speed was constant. It was still a challenge, but I felt it was fair. As mm. soon as they introduced those goddamn blockers in the middle, I almost quit the game. I encountered the, those bumper things almost immediately. Yeah. Almost in like the first stage, often I'd see them. And it just made the game, which was already getting on my nerves in the first place, I couldn't really grasp it quickly. Uh, and, you know, with any arcade, if you can't grasp it quickly, you're going to get, you're just going to lose a lot. Yeah. And that was the one thing that I guess really got on my nerves. Didn't matter if I could continue constantly. It's one of those things that, like, I'm not given enough time to get it. So, especially those bumpers, it was just more like, wow, what a what a learning curve for me. I guess I just don't get it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where the instructions come on at the start, but it obviously doesn't have enough time or enough care to kind of teach you how to do the contextual supers. It is yeah. literally offense and defense mode, and this is what a super looks like. So that is basically it. And another thing is I didn't... I, I mean, I tried all the characters out, and the faster characters, there's definitely... They move quicker. But I did not feel that the powerhouse characters had an advantage in power. Hmm. I felt that every time I punted the frisbee with a super move at one of the faster but weaker characters, they were still able to stop it. They were not getting shot back across the court into the back of the net, which I thought hmm. was really annoying. I mean, I might be wrong. I might be playing it wrong because I don't really like the heavy, slow characters. But I didn't really feel like they had the advantage in power or that their super moves were kind of pushing the others back further than the normal super moves. Hmm. But, uh, Interesting. It is a game that I enjoy playing, and uh, I definitely enjoy playing it against other people. It is a very, for me, it's a very fun game, especially on the courts that don't have those stupid bumpers, and it's just skill-based reaction. I always have a good time with this. Yeah, I mean, I can understand about that. I mean, I, I mean, it does for sure have a cult following. Yeah, it is definitely falling into the status of cult following because i don't think many people remember this game they've probably seen it in the arcade because it was when i used to go on holiday to places like france and spain it would always be in the arcade at the like holiday park it would always be there so you played this game when you were a kid then yeah okay i thought you played it when you were older no i remember seeing this one in the arcades all the time when we go on holiday and i would always play it yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Windjammers in an arcade before. So yeah, it was... For me, it's like a fun little game. And um, like, uh, do you remember, like, I don't know if you saw it in the arcade uh, in my previous house. You remember that was the arcade that got turned into a gym? Yeah. It was in there as well. Sometimes yeah, that's where we played it. Yeah, it'd switch out on the Neo Geo kind of candy cabinets. Yeah. So it was fun to see it in there as well, but it was very much a kind of, you drop like 50, 100 yen, you have a quick laugh with it, and then you move on. It's not something that keeps you coming back. Yeah. But uh, on the interesting side of things, this game was made by Data East, and they're obviously, as far as I'm concerned, no longer a thing. So I think a lot of their properties got bought up. 
And uh, Windjammers seems to have picked up by, I'm probably going to say this wrong, it's like a dot or dot emu or dot emu. Maybe it's dot emu. Dot emu, that would make Maybe. sense. Uh, but basically, they are making Windjammers 2, which looks pretty good because, have you played Lethal League, Blake? Yeah. What do you think of that game? It's pretty fun. Yeah. So it kind of looks like the new one is going to handle a little bit like that. Yeah. So it looks like the new one will be a lot more fun. But these Dot .emu guys are the ones who are responsible for porting a bunch of SNK games to the PC. So they're quite prolific kind of in the old school kind of arcade genre. And they are also the guys who made the recent Streets of Rage 4. And they also did the Wonder Boy remake. So even though kind of Windjammers wasn't a huge thing back in the day, this company has a pretty decent track record with old school games, reimagining them or porting them to the PC. Yeah, I mean, they ported the whole entire Metal Slug. Well, I shouldn't say Metal Slug Clinch. Metal Slug 1, 2, 3, and X. They didn't do 4, 5, and 6. Mm. But I am really excited to see how Windjammers 2 is going to turn out because I recently uh, picked up the Xbox Live Pass for PC because it's going pretty cheap right now. And uh, Streets of Rage 4, if you have not played that, I would go out and get it. Because one of my biggest pet peeves with kind of like older style arcade games, especially side-scrolling fighters, is that punch is pickup. They have added a pickup button in this. Yeah. And that made the game feel so much better to me. It so might I'm... be weird for me, because I'm used to punch as always being pickup. Oh, it, it definitely felt weird, but I got used to it so quickly and I went from never touching items to incorporating them in a lot of my combos because you can, in Streets of Rage 4, throw the pipe at an enemy, it'll hit them, and you can catch it again while it's in midair and use it straight away. Mm. So it's got a lot more versatility. So I'm really interested to see what Dot Emu is going to do with kind of this franchise and how they are going to kind of add their sort of flair to it. Uh, the sprites look like they're on par with kind of Streets of Rage 4. They're these nice sort of hand-drawn, almost 3D rotoscoped looking things. But I'm really excited for this. And I didn't know it existed until we started, like, uh, well, until I started researching more things to say about Windjammers. So, yeah. You got anything to add about them? Uh, I mean, I want to play Streets of Rage 4. I hope there's an option so pickup is also punch because oh yeah you know I don't like people messing with how old school games play if you know what I mean like I think it's cool that there's always a setting for other people yep but I don't like it when you can't set it to something else like grow like growing up my friend used to all, well my friend still gets on his gets uh, it gets on his nerves that whenever you pick up a game the very very first thing I do is I go to options and I change the controls for every game. I pretty much will almost always change the controls because I always feel that the standard controls for games don't fit what I want a game to play like. So it's always the very first thing I do in any game. So it's just one of those things. I guess I'm really, uh, you know, idiosyncratic in that sense. So when I hear that, I'm kind of like, that's cool, but I, I want to be able to do it the way that I learned to do it. Well, you'll be pleasantly surprised because they have a legend 
control setting. Oh, good. Thank so, God. On top of that as well, they redid all the music and made new tracks, but they also added in all the original tracks as well as an option. That's pretty cool. So no, they... Did... Go on. I was just going to say, they have gone above and beyond with the amount of work they put into games to not only make them accessible to new people, but to keep them faithful to the original source material. Yeah. Hopefully, there's some way they could, uh, you know, release Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Well, I have no idea why that disappeared. Something's ah, doing licenses, I guess. Yeah. You know, too many licenses, man. You had Anamanaguchi as a soundtrack, then you had, like, Brian Leo Malley, who was the creator of it, and then you had uh, Universal, who had yep. the rights to the movie. Whatever, though. No, uh, that'd be nice to see one day. So, um, yeah. I mean, I would highly recommend you go check out Windjammers, uh, and if you don't check out Windjammers, definitely go and look at Dot .emu's, uh, .emu's uh, games catalog, just because they have a ton of games that they have ported that, I mean, I didn't even realize they had a hand in, they got like Little Big Adventure, Sanitarium, the Double, da- the Double Dragon Trilogy, Shock Troopers, like... They're a pretty decent company with a real solid track record. Yeah, they do some good stuff. Uh, I always, I heard their Garao Mark of the Wolves wasn't the best port, but I don't know, maybe they've updated it. Uh, their Metal Slug stuff was done really well. I would uh, assume so because they, to me, seem like, I mean, they take pretty big risks as it is releasing games that have been dead for quite a while. And uh, but there's they, enough niche mar- uh, niche 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 fans out there who are willing to spend the money if they can just play it easily. Then again, you can always emulate. So yep. it depends. I think the um, big one though is going to be online play for any of those old school arcade games. If you get yep. the netcode right, that means people want to pay money. I mean, I believe. Yep, Streets of Rage Four has online co-op. Yeah, Streets of Rage is also a newer game, so I'd expect it to play better than, you know, transforming an old game to modern standards. It's also three-player now, I think. Oh, that's cool. Which is pretty fun. I'm not sure if it's four-player. Uh, well, no, it does look like it's up to four players, so that's good. And I did also, like, I mean, you can't exactly say it's a spoiler, but... When you go through the game, you unlock the original skins as well and the original characters. So I haven't tried playing as any of them yet, but there are five characters included in the game, like in the new version, mm-hmm. but you can unlock the sprites from the previous Streets of Rage games as playable characters as well. So you mean the original crappy sprites? Yeah, I've unlocked <laughs> all the Streets of Rage 1 and most of the Streets of Rage 2 ones. How many hours have you sunk into the game? Not many. I've done like three playthroughs, uh, mostly because I had other stuff to do, and I like going through arcade mode because it's a bit more challenging because you only get one continue, but there's no kind of save state, so you've got to sit down and go start to finish in one sitting. Hmm. But the story mode lets you switch it to hard as well, and then you can obviously tap out whenever you want. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun with it. Gonna follow this company kind of through Steam now, because uh, interested in anything that they put out. Looks real good. And uh, they're French as well. They're French? Yep. This is oh a French God. development company. Ho, ho, ho. 
that's racist or nationalistic, whatever. You're it's terrible. Fine. It's fine. Go buy a baguette and be a good boy. <laughs> a baguette. Baguette. Oh, a baguette. A French stick. <laughs> As I've heard it called before. That's awful. But, I believe we have started to trail off because, as we stated at the start, neither me or Blake are sports fans, really. So, I am surprised this went on for as long as it did. Well, sports ball is a pretty big thing, man. It is. It is uh, loved by the world over, and everyone can get behind Go Team. And even though I hate American football, it is my goal in life to go to America around the Super Bowl and get invited to a Super Bowl party so I can stuff my face with... Good ass food. Wow, I didn't know that was one of your dreams. That's interesting. I always see like Super Bowl parties, and I want to eat all of that gross crap that's on the table. Technically, if you go to any type of Thanksgiving dinner, there's football going on at the time. Yeah, well, Thanksgiving's up as uh, one thing. I mean, the closest thing I've had is doing it with you here. Oh, okay, yeah. Because uh, I've not been to America. The closest I got was Canada, true north, strong and free. How cute. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Super Bowl parties, they're cool. Yeah, yeah I'd like, I enjoy it. I'd like to do one. I'd like to do a proper Thanksgiving as well. And I think that is a good place to leave that for this week. So thank you once again to all of the sport. Uh, not sport, support. Support. Not sport. Our supporting staff, friends, and family, and fans. Yes, it is not gone unappreciated. Thank you very much for listening, and hopefully we will continue to see you next week. It's got a little bit hectic going back to work, but we've managed to stay on schedule so far. Yeah, hopefully there won't be any hiccups, but man, it is getting pretty hard with the schedule. And also, this damn heat, it's so easy to just pass out. (laughs) Yeah, it is real easy to just not want to do anything, but I'm enjoying this, so the The quantity of games we talk about might get less and less and we might kind of veer off into our favorites, but so far we're on track for keeping things going once a week. Yeah. So thank you very much as usual, and we will see you hopefully next Monday. Goodbye. Peace.